You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, our feelings about them, and then make those characters fight for our amusement, and of course, yours, wonderful listening audience. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, except for that one time, which was horrible, is Ken Knapsack. I don't even remember missing one, which yeah. is a good sign, because I have so much fun doing these all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's just the live one yeah. at Convergence, which was great. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, lot, that was a great of, episode. Yeah, yeah but, you know, episode. we tried to get you to fly out for that one yeah, hour. One hour. Come yeah. to Minnesota for one hour of Star Wars fighting, but the money didn't add up. Didn't add up. Well, Someday. That was game, though. 
someday. Uh, so we're just going to get right into our fight. Uh, this is yet another weird one. I can't stop myself mm. every episode from saying this is a weird one. Gotcha. But that's the point. Okay. There are always weird ones. Uh, but I was trying to pull for some... Uh, the prequels make for really great databank brawling. They do. Because there's so many weird little side characters. Uh, but I wanted to take a little prequel break okay. and go some other places. We haven't spent a lot of time in the new trilogy in The Force Awakens. So our first combatant is that famous Force Awakens character that we all know and love, Chancellor Villachem. I know him. You know him. He looks like a character from the never-ending story. (laughs) That's right. We see him for a second and then... Total, total obliteration. Uh, so that maybe speaks to his chances here on Databank Brawl. <laughs> but as uh, regular listeners know, if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. The really succinct version of what we do here is we get information about the characters from StarWars.com Databank. So it is fresh, minty, canon. We read the actual Databank entries, and then we venture into the wilds of Wikipedia if we want a little bit more detail. But here is what StarWars.com Databank has to say about Chancellor Villachem. A Tarsunt from the system of the same name, Lanaver Villachem, was elected Chancellor of the New Republic two years before the First Order's raid on Jakku. He focused his political efforts on such matters as improving trade relations with neutral systems. Despite Leia Organa's warnings, Villachem didn't consider the First Order to be a threat to galactic peace. So uh, some interesting things in mm-hmm. there. Some uh, A collection of system names that sound like insults. If somebody walked up to me and said, you're a Tarsunt, I would say, don't call me that in front of children. Tarsunt, that's his home system, and apparently, uh, uh, so he would be a Tarsunt or Tarsuntian? Tarsuntian, I think. We're going to say Tarsuntian. Tarsuntian, He's a Tarsuntian. Uh, Lanover Villachem. Mm-hmm. Certainly fits as a Star Wars character name. Totally. But if you were saying, give me a Star Wars character name for an absolute dork in the Star Wars galaxy, Lanover Village M is pretty <laughs> high up there for the dorky names. Uh, so what else you got? What, what does Wikipedia have to say? What does he look like? All yeah, that stuff. Yeah, uh, for new listeners, we supplement on Wikipedia, but it's not. Uh, we don't always trust it as a source of canon. We just use it to uh, flesh out the story a little bit here. Um, no height listed with this guy. And I, I got to imagine he's a pretty tall guy. He seems big and hulking. He's tall, but he's, he's slumped over. Slumped over. He's right. got a, the weight of the galaxy on his That's shoulders right. there. Uh, hair color white, eye color black, skin color yellow. He's kind of a yellowish guy in his appearance. You know, he's got this very wizardly, like, beard, facial hair, like a, a mustache, uh, just the ends uh, of his mustache grow down, hang in ringlet form. He's got a big full beard that you might remember poofs in the wind as he is about to die next to Corsella <laughs> on Hosnian Prime. Eyes are, you know, he's kind of uh, not slight, I mean, not reptilian. In the eyes, he looks reptilian, but the face, he looks like a camel. Yeah, he's like, like a some f- kind of a mammal, right? Yeah, like a flat-faced camel. Uh, he's got flowing blue robes. He is regal. He does, I, I mentioned never-ending story, but he does look like he'd be in some kind of sci-fi movie as as a leader. So I think they did a good job creating this character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you watch The Force Awakens, which I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast and haven't haven't caught that Force Awakens yet, uh, the one shot is... I think a lot of people were distracted, wondering, is that Coruscant? Is Mm -hmm. they saw the collection of aliens, I believe, in my mind's eye, bathed in red. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, As the beam was coming in, and we just see this brave leader just kind of looking at 
the yeah. beam coming down, realizing Leia was right before he is blown to bits <laughs> with all of the Hosnian Prime system. Who knows? Maybe he escaped. Uh, yeah. So how did you feel about him when you when you tracked who he was? That's the key thing, because when I first saw that scene in the movie, again, seeing it uh, the first time, your eyes are just wide. And what am I I'm trying to take in everything Star Wars? And I know we shared the thing of where you're like, you're lost. You're in this new it's a new Star Wars movie. Who is that? Who's this? What's yeah. that vehicle? I don't know anything yet because unlike say phantom menace which released this large batch of figures so you'd be like oh that's chancellor vilchum i have his carrot his toys and also he's dead right um you know we knew who panaka was going in we knew who chancellor valorum was going in because we had our terrence stamp action figure at our hand so uh i felt lost during that scene and then it was the research and he was one of those first characters that the 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 Encyclopedia, the visual encyclopedia came out, and you're like, oh, he was the Chancellor of the Galaxy, he was standing next to Corsella, who was Princess Leia's uh, uh, assistant, who she dispatched, who, of course, is in Bloodline. So all that comes together now. So he's one of the first characters in Force Awakens where I was like, oh, it's a bigger world. Yeah. So I have a strong emotional attachment to him and Corsella. I mentioned Corsella a lot. I think it's unfortunate that this character died so quickly on screen, and yeah. there's probably more to tell with this character. But um, So uh, I like everything about it, and I, cool. and I remember... That beard poofing. <laughs> that beard. As he realizes his failure. Poofing in the wind. And his life is going away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a similar thing. I discovered his name because mm-hmm. my wife very kindly, when Force Awakens came out, bought a bunch of Star Wars trading cards. Mm-hmm. And I was delighted because that's like how you would get information yeah. back in the day. And I was like, oh, that's how I got his name, Chancellor Village. I mean, yeah. it's a, on his card, it's a really uh, stiff, stilted, like studio shot of just like, actor put on his costume. Now just stand there while we take a photo of you. <laughs> Uh, and there's something delightfully boring yeah. about him. Of like, he is not the bounty hunter. He's mm-hmm. not the new force user. He's not old Han Solo. Yeah, he is a politician. Yeah, not a good one. A politician with giant eyes who refuses to see. <laughs> <laughs> that is who Chancellor. You know, there's Bilichem no is. quote for him, but we're gonna have to use that one. <laughs> yeah, I think the only quote that we would have is maybe, "Uh oh." Because yeah. I also just love a guy whose only shot is realizing. The horrible mistakes of his life as he is about it, to pay for it. It reminds me of the one Halloween horror uh, Simpsons episode where a uh, uh, comic book guy, Jeff Albertson, dies with like the rocket being sent, the, 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 and it zooms on his face. And he's, I've made a huge, huge mistake. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had an action figure of him, and one of the buttons that you press, he says, Ooh, I've wasted my life. life. Yeah, that's the line. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the line. Uh, great. Uh, which, yeah, there's some synergy there. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's what we know about Chancellor Villachem. His opponent, I think we know. A little bit better. We don't okay. have a lot of information, but closer to our hearts. And that is EV99. I love it. I think one of your favorites, Ken. Yep. This is what the databank has to say about EV99. I certainly learned some new stuff. The supervisor of Jabba the Hutt's droid pool, EV99, was a gangly mechanical with a quirk in her programming mm-hmm. that made her enjoy tormenting and dismembering other droids. She turned a dank work area in the depths of Jabba's palace into a grim torture chamber. So, uh, StarWars.com databank, really leaning into, this is not just, like, her job. Yeah. Her job is just to keep everything in order, but she really enjoyed torturing. (laughs) Other droids in particular. It's just a great, nasty little detail. Yeah. 
So what do you got uh, for uh, physical descriptions for EV attributes? EV9D, as in David 9999, uh, an EV unit. We don't see a lot of other EV units. In the, maybe no. they should come back in the Star Wars galaxy. 1.9 meters in height, feminine programming, of course, which is a little uh, wrinkle that uh, I think I forget every now and then, but I did know a, a while ago. Okay. Uh, but sometimes I just forget when I talk about this character there. Um, affiliation job as palace, if you know. Ah, good. New acquisitions. You are... <laughs> Are a protocol droid, are you not? <laughs> I am C-3PO. Human sub, yes or no, will do. Oh, well, yes. Great scene. Great moment where I think humor in Star Wars has its place when yeah. done naturally and right. And that was a funny scene one and a great moment. Uh, like you said, um, uh, spindly in my description of this character. Very uh, obviously droid-like, but just not a lot... To this character, when it would on, on standing upright, I mean, it's just gangly and yeah. spindly is how I describe this character. All bronze plating, which is is, is a striking vision. Yeah, of a yeah, powerful female droid. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, one of the one of my uh, like re- memories of this mm-hmm. character was it was one of the things that I expected to be corrected by mm-hmm. Lucas at some point that her jaw movements don't quite match up with what she's saying. <laughs> it's one of those things that Lucas is like, eh, Ewoks yeah. need to blink. But I, yeah. don't, I don't care if EV-99 kind of just the mouth goes a little <laughs> bit up and down. Like, you'll soon learn some respect. And there's no, you know, it doesn't match for the pop of the pee. Yeah. It's almost more like she has this, it, I, I like to think that it's canon that she's got like her voice box that is putting these things out almost like a speaker and it has nothing yeah. to do with the right. jaw flapping. The jaw flapping is just sort of to scare you. It's like some manufacturer's like, I guess we should make it seem to have a mouth. Yeah. I guess they like it better when just the, the lip flaps, the <laughs> weird rusty lip flaps a little bit as it uh, threatens and tortures you. <laughs> weird rusty lip flaps. <laughs> so what, what, I know you like this character. I what do. was the attraction? Did you like it right away back in the day when you first saw it? I did because, again, uh, the thing I really I saw Jedi first. Yeah. Um, so as a young seven year old, when you're you immediately and it's in the first you know ten minutes of the film, this crazy you know I'm lost and what am I experiencing? And it was kind of terrifying when the the, the Morian guards are taking C three PO down there and and there's like monster arms are coming out of like cells and yeah. dank, dankness and darkness. And then the, you know the, the gonk droids getting tortured and one droid's getting pulled apart. I was kind of scared. Yeah. And so. Then you got this gravelly voice droid being very coarse and mean, and I didn't know this. I, I knew right away that I liked this this golden robot. Yeah, as a seven year old, and the and the short little robot. I knew I liked them, but I knew I didn't like this robot. So there's a weird emotional connection to growing into liking this droid because it kind of terrified me so much as a okay. kid. Okay, so it's like controlling the darkness. Yeah, by liking it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also liked it that in this fast-paced movie where so many things had to happen and so many things were happening, like, this droid's going to talk as slow as it wants. It's going to take its own damn time, yeah. which or her own damn time, which yeah. I really liked. Uh, so this should be an interesting matchup uh, because we've got somebody who doesn't like to admit their problems mm-hmm. and someone who likes to torture droids, <laughs> which... <laughs> Might be a problem for uh, your old Chancellor Village. Any other thoughts before we jump in? I think that we should kill them both. Okay. Or not kill them both, but let's figure (laughs) out who's going to die. Let's figure out. Or maybe they both die. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Yeah. Who's going to (laughs) die? Questions we always like to answer on Databank Brawl. Let us fight. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com/acast code acast. So yes. where is this taking place? Uh, so we're fast and loose with canon, but yeah. we don't have characters uh, fight yeah. after they die. So this is certainly in canon. So this yeah. is certainly happening before The Force Awakens. It is happening before The Force Awakens, which means, hey, if, if Villachim dies, and was that an imposter on Halcyon Prime? We don't we know. Don't we'll know. Yeah. We'll solve Clone? That. Yeah. We don't know. Um, uh, we always have a lot of fights on Tatooine, and I, I think playing fast and loose with canon here. Yeah. Uh, I think EV-99 survived whatever happened to Jabba and the sales park. Right, because she's at the palace. At the palace. I don't think we ever saw her on the barge. No reason to believe that. She's down there in the dank basement torturing droids. Right, right. I, I just don't believe yeah. she was there on the barge. Unfortunately, I think Max Rebo was. But um, So, much like the Rancor Keeper, as we learned in Aftermath, Malachi, uh, Malikilikilihai, make him honey ho survives and goes on to other things that we're going to hear more about. EV-99 survived. But couldn't whoever now she would make the decision to leave. But long story short, she's left. So this isn't going to be on Tatooine to me, right? Not in Jabba's palace. But she has a good 
primary function and she's good at that primary function. So I think someone else somewhere made her uh, a torture supervisor of the torture droid unit, uh, droid torture unit on another planet. I'm, I'm struggling to find out what that planet is. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe we, maybe we just go to Hosnian Prime. I like that that's simple. Yeah. So I think that, that uh, EV-99 it gets yeah. sick, sick of, uh, she realizes the barging coming home. Right. Uh, the droids on Tatooine are not fun to torture because they're already broken down by the depressing life on Tatooine. Right. So I think she sells herself to uh, a wandering bounty hunter. Yep. Uh, maybe, we'll throw Dengar in there. Why not? She tells sure. Dengar. Sure. Hey, come here. <laughs> I knew you from Jabba's. Job of service. <laughs> Come on over here. <laughs> she is uh, annoyed and alarmed by that voice. Uh, but she she gets on his ship and she makes her way to Hosnian Prime. Hosnian Prime. And yeah. I think timing-wise, I'm going to say it's under 10 years after uh, the events of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so I think Villachem is not Chancellor yet. Not Chancellor. But he's in the government, yeah. and maybe he has a protocol droid that is not functioning. Um, the protocol droid, every time that Villachem asks it to do something, it just says Ichuta. Ichuta. Rudely. But here's, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to tr- Okay. I'm going to yes and that, Joseph, but, but yes and. Um, he did not want to do anything bad to this droid. He was trying to figure no. it out, and the droid ran away. On Hossein Prime. Mm-hmm. Eat Juta and left. Yeah. And so he goes... Heartbreaking scene. Chasing after it. Into right? the underworld and underbelly of Hossein Prime. Which certainly exists, because it's it's very much like Coruscant. Very much so. No, it's not a whole city. Rick Oli landing on Hossein Prime would say, the whole planet is not a city. He would clarify <laughs> that for us. Uh, but yeah, certainly yeah. there's there's an underworld. There's some So some it's a young, up-and-coming senator, uh, Vilchem, we can say. Vilchem yeah. thinks Vilchem. there are very few problems in the galaxy. The yeah, Empire's gone. Everything's great. Yep. Everything. Why wouldn't you just be smiling with your... Put a smile in your big insect eyes and your right. little camel face anytime you can. <laughs> why not? Everything's great. And so he's... Because of that and that worldview, that na- naive worldview... Galaxy view, I should say. Um, he's also slightly embarrassed. He's an up-and-coming politician. He doesn't want people to know that he had a fight with his protocol droid and is now a, a protocol droid has run away. So he's not even alerting his own security team. No, he's like, I'll go get. I can do this. I'm a politician. I I can can do this. Yeah, I'll myself. go get TC-87. That's yes. the name of his protocol droid. TC-87 diplomacy will work in this scenario. Wanders into... <sighs> Dengar's little side business. Dengar's not here. No. Not here at all. No. So he clanks, he knocks in, the doors open, kind of gets in. Um, uh, no one's there. Turns a corner into just this giant droid torture unit. It's much like the one on Jabba's Palace, but even a little bigger. Yeah, gonk droids hanging from the wall. Yeah. Uh, they, one gonk droid is powering another torture device to torture a second gonk yes. droid. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's twisted. Astromech parts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Every appendage you mm-hmm. can think of popping out of poor astromech droids right and left. I'm not going to say it's Chopper, but there's someone, an astromech droid, that looks like Chopper uh, that's in the corner just destroyed. Just destroyed. Uh, yeah, I think there are uh, modified buzz droids. Mm-hmm. They're poking at poor Chopper. Right. It is just vicious. Uh, mm-hmm. Village I didn't think he could see. This much viciousness. He's taking it in. In the galaxy. His jaw is dropped. His beard yeah. is dropping. <laughs> his beard is beard rolling in shock. Rolling. <laughs> uh, and then I think right in the middle of the room, mm-hmm. EV-99 is yeah. uh, poking like a, a, a hydrospanner 
into the innards, that yeah. exposed gut, that poor design of protocol yeah. droids where yeah. the wires are just hanging out, sticking a hydro spanner right in TC-87's guts yeah. and very, very slowly oh. saying mean things yeah. to tc yeah. 87. Do your pain perceptors recognize what is going on? And because TC87 uh, is misfunctioning, yeah. trying desperately to communicate. But the only thing that's coming out is the Star Wars version of FU. And this is making EV99 real mad. Oh, yeah. Real mad. Yeah, and just but, but also really happy. Happy, right? pleasure in this. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. better when the droids resist, right? They don't right. want just a gonk droid that's that. going to roll over. So EV, <laughs> EV, gonk droid no. could roll. <laughs> or clunk over. Uh, <laughs> EV99 is uh, got a, her back to the entrance to this, by the way. So... Bilchim, that's why he's allowed to take it all in. Right. So as he's about to say something, that's my droid or whatever, we'll have to establish what his voice sounds like, uh, into his vision, much like, say, 3PO suddenly pops in your vision and Force Awakens in his first scene, into Vilchim's, uh, Vilchim's uh, vision is a rusty, old, but still functioning battle droid. Ooh. And the battle droid's like, where are you? Who are you? Roger, Roger. Okay. And Vilchum explains, I'm Senator Vilchum, that is my droid, I'm here to collect it, this is all horrible madness. Uh, the battle droid uh, says, uh, you, are, you, you are not permitted, you must turn around, ah, ah, you must go. And Vilchum just goes, <sighs> and the battle droid just falls over. Okay, so he sighs on it. He sighs, and the battle the droid, droid is so, so old and broken. Just rips apart as if Kenobi... Pushed, force pushed it. So a, it even we, made that sound. <laughs> so you get a little mini, a mini data bank brawl within our larger bank brawl. brawl where Chancellor Village, yeah. no problem, and takes so, out yeah. a battle droid. Let's decide what he sounds like. Um, I think he's <laughs> slow and sad. I, was, uh, I think this is a slow, a battle of the slow and sad. He was, I was gonna say, he says that <laughs> I am Senator Vilchem. Vilchem. So there's a little, a little bit of a twang in there. A little southern twang. A little, a little southern yeah, twang. That, oh, I, I don't want to doubt term. I lo- I've spent a lot of time in Tennessee. I love the South. Uh, uh, so but he, he sounds drunk without any of the benefits. Yes. Slow, yes. slow. I am would you like some Tennessee tea? Um, so he yells out, <laughs> What are you doing <laughs> to my droid TC87? And I think EV99 turns around and uh, should just be able to say torture, but is also very vociferous. Yeah. So he said, I am sticking a hydro spanner. <laughs> In your droid, and it will soon learn some respect. With dialogue, this will be a two-hour data bank. <laughs> Absolutely. So we uh, will maybe paraphrase yes. doing the voices every once in a while. Every once in a while. Uh, so I think mm-hmm. that Villacham, he is, he is a pacifist, uh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. violence... He is not, first is, is not his first nature. So by the nature of our show, he will be yeah. moved to it quickly. Yeah. Uh, I think that he makes a long pronouncement of that this is wrong. Yes. And that he shall report it to the proper authorities of which he is a part of. And I think EV-99 is like, well, look, normally I like torturing mm-hmm. droids, but this guy just needs to be tortured right. in order to shut up and to stop me getting in trouble. So I think there is some other droid in there mm. that maybe, or maybe, you know what, actually, 
I think EB99 pulls the Hydra Spanner yes. out, yes. ripping off some of the, the guts of TC87. Right. And I think EB99, with shocking accuracy, throws it at right. Villachem. Yeah. And just whacks him right in the head, right between his big old eyes. A lot of space to hit there, but it's yeah. a good throw from EV99. And boom, he is knocked onto his space butt. He just falls <laughs> back. Robes can't stop him. He is seeing seeing gun darts, uh, gun darts flying around in there. <laughs> just, just stars and doesn't, why'd you do that? Yeah, I think keeps trying to talk it down. And yeah. I think EV99 is shocked Mm -hmm. that he's not retaliating and she has plenty of time to think about what else she would like to do Mm -hmm. to this strange tarsunt yeah Uh, and i think she slowly walks over i think she gets out another tool yeah maybe like a little sort of electro shock uh, probe thing yep i think she village has barely gotten to his feet and she's shocking him yeah (laughs) i think this is a question of what in Tarsant's character, this Tarsant's character, what yeah. in Villachem's character is going to make him fight back? And I think it is maybe care for others. Yes. So I think maybe when uh, EV99 pulled the Hydra Spanner out of TC87, it fixed the problem. Yeah. Ironically, mm-hmm. TC87 can now communicate right. and tears Villachem a new one and says, everything is not always <laughs> fine. This isn't fine. This is horrible. You're a representative of the government. Do something. Do something. Swing a big camel fist. <laughs> Come on. Do something. I just watched a gonk droid kill a gonk droid. Like, it's it's <laughs> madness here. This this is a hellish hell pit. Nobody even makes any money. Dengar just yeah. opened up. A torture shop yeah. for no reason. For no reason. This is terrible. It must be shut down. Yeah. And you have to fight. So I think yeah. Villachem finally fights. Pushes against EV99. Big shove with those camel-like paws. Yeah. Uh, EV99 is, like I said, spindly, wirely. Uh, so she does fall back. She trips over the broken remains of the battle droid. Right. She is now on the ground on her droid butt. Yeah, I think when she trips... Yeah. Uh, the one of the faults of the battle droids is that their trigger fingers work even after everything else has fallen apart. Jar Jar taught us that. So I think when she trips over the battle droid, uh, it fires its <laughs> blaster. Yeah. Uh, it hits a an ex- some exposed wiring attached to one of the gonk droids. Right. And the go- that gonk droid explodes. Mm-hmm. Shrapnel goes everywhere. I think yep. it hits uh, both Villachem and EV-99 and starts the place on fire. Absolutely. Place is burning, and then I think uh, the gonk droid, one foot went one way, one foot the other, and those big gonk pads, uh, boom, clunked into each one of them. Um, place is burning. Vilchem, Vilchem he, he wants to win this little fight he's got himself in, but his first instinct is to, number one, deny that there's a problem. He's right. like, this is okay, I'm going to get you out, TC87. Like that dog, it is literally burning, and yeah. he's still thinking, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. He's a meme in the Star Wars world here. He is a wall calendar cartoon. So um, he makes a move. He's to his feet first, makes a move, grabs TC-87, and is trying to pull him off the torture device. Right. But it's not going well. Yeah. He's he's starting to—he pulls—I think he pulls so hard that he actually rips his Mm -hmm. own droid in half. I think he uh, there was a lot of damage there in the torso, and I think he just severs the top half of TC-87 yeah. from the bottom half. 
Yep. And I think TC87 is probably not too complimentary no. about that. Like, no. I asked you to do something, not rip me in yeah. half. Yeah. Kill this droid. Kill this droid. Kill yep. EV-99 is what uh, TC-87 is saying. Chuta, you stupid. Um, by this point, um, EV-99 uh, is up on her feet. She has um, one of the severed limbs of the battle droid. Okay. Uh, the arm. And she charges as fast as she can and just starts beating Vilchum in the back of his big, poofy camel-like face alien camel face with this battle droid arm and that's causing some damage you will soon learn some respect yeah uh yes or no will do um i'm trying to look i don't know what color blood vilchem will have but it's everywhere and it's not red yeah you know i think it's mauve mauve i think yes i think some mauve blood is coming out of vilchem's head I think Vilchem maybe at this point snaps. I yeah. think at this point he is aware that it is becoming life or death. Yeah. And I think the only thing he has in mm-hmm. his uh, big, normally calm hands mm-hmm. is his paws. He's got the upper half of TC-87. And I think without thinking, he swings and he hits EV-99 with the <laughs> upper half of TC-87. What are you doing? And could just you, sends you, EV-99 flying across the room. Flying. I think at this point now, EV-9, mm. maybe maybe even that broke one of EV-99's legs. Yeah. It, and now there's there's fire, there's sparks. sparks it's getting really sparks. dangerous in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he's shown a, a flash of anger. Yeah. That he probably already regrets. But... He could finish this, mm-hmm. or he could debate it, or he could run. EV-99 wants him to right. die. Right. I think we're at our turning point. I think we're at our decision point where we need to analyze yeah. who do we want to win, who should win, what is right. Yeah, what is right is that EV-99 pays for her sins. That is past. morally right. Morally right. Um, Vilchum, I think, again, we're playing loose with Cannon, but you could throw in a clone there. But I do think he survives because he... The will of the force wants it. They know that this, they need this person to go make some bad decisions later on in life that will spark some change. Um, so I think he grabs what's left of TC-87, the top part with the eyes and the Ichuta spewing droid. Yeah. Starts to make a way uh, for the door, but um, uh, he is uh, stopped. He's stopped by someone who says, what are you doing here? Why is this place burning? <laughs> so he, he runs into he runs into Dengar. Dengar. Yeah. Now I don't want to put Dengar into the fight, and make this a three way battle. I want no. it to be between our combatants. That's right. Um but I think we have to factor in that this is poor Dengar's business going on. This is poor, poor Dengar business. And yeah. uh and Villacham, he's had his moment of darkness that he already regrets where he has been right. incredibly violent and he thinks, look, that didn't do any good. Right. It, ju- it really just made matters worse. Everything yeah. is on fire. Uh, everything is burning. It's dark and smoky now. This isn't fine. Violence no. isn't the way. Right. So he, he's getting out. But I think he retreats back to what he's truly good at, which mm-hmm. is an endless litany of pedantic rules, <laughs> things that uh, this is not a viable business yeah. on Hosnian Prime. He is listing all of the ways, mm-hmm. all of the violations yes. that Dengar has committed. This is in violation of Hosnian Prime Accord 1 through 19. And he lists them all. And Dengar's just, he's just saying to himself, Oi, I want a drink. 
Yeah, it's a, it's amazing and a testament to Dengar's uh, uh, brain that he just stays for all nineteen. He's listening, but by the nineteen, when he's like, "This enough of this, we're gonna die." No, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. So, in, yeah. It, so Dengar, this is this is now he realizes yeah. this isn't worth it. This business, he wasn't making any any money. I hadn't found no. a way to monetize no. the no. torture chamber. No. So he pushes past Vilchim into the flames, um, and Dengar grabs a case that has his. Uh, additional extra rags and heads out and Vilchem tries to follow to safety. Dengar's like, follow me. I don't get, I, the business is gone. Yeah. Um, and that's when a blaster shot rings out and boom, smacks up against TC-87's chest. Oh. EV-99 has picked up the battle droid's blaster and is now peppering uh, Vilchem and uh, uh, the droid ATC eighty seven with with blaster shots, missing a lot of them because yeah. he can't EV ninety nine. She can't see. No, but there's it's, a blaster fire. She's <laughs> she's as accurate with a blaster as her lip is with her words. Right, right, right. So it's not quite right on. Uh, yeah. So Villachem and, and Dengar get out of there, right? Uh, they get out of there. Yeah. Yes, Dengar's and, first. He's long gone. Yeah, and I think that uh, Villachem is still saying like, well, we should rescue. Those other droids. And I think he's on his communicator. He's calling, you know, right. the Hosmian uh, Fire Volunteer Brigade, which I'm sure they have. Uh, and I'm sure the action yeah. figures of them would not be exciting and you can nope. find them on target shelves everywhere. Right now. And I think while he's uh, looking at his communicator, yeah. Dengar slowly backs away. This is like a really long shot. You think of it cinematically. He backs away, he backs away, he backs away until it's very clear that Villachem's still not paying still attention. Not he turns, he walks faster, and then he breaks out into a run. full run. <laughs> and we can see that blocks and blocks away, Dengar's just running because he doesn't want to be charged with this violation. Right. Uh, I think when Dengar s- closed the door, he mm. sealed it. So mm. I think uh, also mm. very cinematically, we see EV-99 <laughs> pounding on okay. the glass, trying to get out, not being able to get out. Oh, wow. And wow. I think, uh, I think Villachem yeah. just sits and waits. Well, he can't get the door open can't get either. TC-87's so, barely functioning. Barely well. functioning, barely alive. One eye is burned out. Yeah. Wants to get the other gonk droids, all yeah. the other, the astromech yeah. droids. Was that a, was that Chopper? Was that a that CP? Looked mm-hmm. like. <laughs> so it's a very sad moment uh, yeah. for Villachem. Yeah. Is he watches mm-hmm. all of this, a problem that he can't ignore. Right. Burning before him. EV-99's on the other side of the glass, right. swearing, pounding. Yeah. Downloading it's her. kind of gruesome, yeah. Maybe downloading her memories mm-hmm. to, uh, mm-hmm. to something hidden under the floor so she can maybe yeah. live to torture another day. Oh, okay. I, think I like that. the fire brigade gets there. Yeah. Yep. Too late. Too late. Way too late. <laughs> and it is just a smoldering ruin. Mm-hmm. Giant tears have swelled in, in his eyes. giant insect eyes. Right. And he says to himself... Conflict is wrong. All <laughs> conflict is wrong. People mean well. Droids mean well. And you yeah. just need to talk it out. Focus on the little problems, the rules. Mm-hmm. Everything else leads to fire and death. Mm-hmm. And he makes a vow to himself that day. I will never do this again. <laughs> and it leads him inevitably to his cameo in The Force Awakens. <laughs> Bathed in the red glow of unmistakable death, where he finally has to say, look at that red. 
bouncing off of me. Everything, everything red. Just like that day back at the torture droid shop. I tried. But the inevitable redness of death comes for all beings. I've wasted my life. (laughs) And that is this episode of Data Bank Brawl. It's really is an important philosophical episode because this uh, this episode yeah. is all uh, this podcast is all about fighting and and yeah. it can't be avoided. Conflict no. can't be avoided. Can't. It's part of the galaxy. Part of it. True peace might come from violence sometimes. That's, That's right. Vilchem couldn't face yep. soon enough. That's right. And he paid the ultimate price. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening to all of our weird often disturbing battles. Uh, and that was great to have a non-violent cameo from one of our very first combatants right. in our first episode. We'll have some more combatants returning soon as we approach, uh, I think, our 25th episode. I think this is uh, episode 21. We're approaching episode yeah. 25. I think on episode 25, maybe not a full tournament, but maybe some of our favorites from the past will return yeah. to fight again. Right. You guys are always really great about uh, tweeting at us at Force Center Pod and uh, making suggestions of individuals you'd like to see fight or matchups you'd like to see happen. Please keep them coming uh, and use the hashtag databank brawl so it is easy to find the characters. I have a couple matches coming up that are based on suggestions from you guys. So thank you for keeping those coming. Ken, where can people find you on the old social medias? You can find me at CatNapsock across all social media platforms, N-A-P-Z-O-K, and uh, you can tweet me about my uh, bad Dengar voice. <laughs> Your great Dengar voice. That's his voice in Battlefront, right? Uh, close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed this menagerie of weird voices and horrible violence that is Databank Brawl. You can find me on all the social media is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. I didn't tell next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.